Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm James, and you're listening to Egogo Podcast. Egogo 勉強している日本人のための優しい英語のポッドキャストです。すべての言葉や文法がわからなくても心配しないでください。毎日英語の聞き取りをしたら自然と英語を聞く力が身につくはずです。さて始めましょう。Have you ever heard someone say that the best way to learn a language is to study? In the country or work in the country that that language is spoken. Well, I've certainly heard it said before, and I suppose it makes sense、um, if you're surrounded all the time by people speaking that language. That can only be a good thing, right?、Uh, well, I want to give、uh, an example of a time when perhaps、uh, being surrounded. By people speaking Japanese all the time wasn't necessarily a good thing, and uh, also uh, give my opinion on learning a language when you're not、um, in the country where it's being spoken,、uh, like I am learning Japanese when I'm living in England. Okay, so sometime last year, towards the end of last year, I went and spent a couple of months、uh, in Japan. And during this time, I carried on with my study routine.、Uh, my study routine involves spending quite a lot of hours, quite a few hours,、um, listening to Japanese. And also, I study、um, vocabulary through Anki. And I also practice reading as well. So, nothing in my study routine actually changed when I went to Japan. I do exactly the same that I do in England. I was just doing it in Japan instead. But of course,、um, as well as all of the study I was doing, I was also getting much more exposure to Japanese. So, that would be, I don't know. Traveling on a train, for example, if I wasn't listening to、um, like a, a recording of some Japanese audio through my headphones, 
then of course you could hear lots of people talking uh, in Japanese and that could be uh, language, you know, that could be listening practice. Um, also just doing simple things like going out to a supermarket or a local shop, convenience store. Um, that prevent that provided op more opportunities to hear language being spoken or trying to find food and read uh, what's written on the packaging, on the wrapper, uh, on the bag that it comes in. Um, again, that's reading practice. Um, if I was to switch on the television, it was all in Japanese. Um, essentially, during these couple of months I was living in Japan, um, I had very little contact with the English language. Um, I very rarely watch television, English television anyway, uh, and when I do watch television, most of it tends to be Japanese, um, because I'm, I try to spend as much time as possible uh, listening to the language. So, um, oh yes, I should also mention that um, I spent a lot of time uh, with my girlfriend at this point, and we were talking quite a lot in Japanese. I think it was mostly in Japanese back then. Um, also, uh, speaking to her family and spending time with her family, that would have been in Japanese as well. So yes, it was a hundred percent of Japanese all of the time. Sounds great, right? Um, the perfect studying opportunity. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I noticed an interesting thing happened. So, when I first arrived in Japan, it was great. Uh, I loved listening to the language being spoken all around me and practicing, trying very hard to understand everything that was being said. And uh, I found I was able to communicate reasonably well. Um, my Japanese is far from fluent. Um, but... I, I felt like the words and the things I wanted to say were coming to me reasonably, reasonably well. After having spent mm, perhaps mm, between two weeks to a month there, I would say, I noticed that my ability to recall words, uh, my ability to remember words, Japanese words, was starting to get a bit worse. It was starting to slip. Um, and at the time, I couldn't understand what was going on. I was having more Japanese input. I was doing more Japanese study than at any time before. It was just constant uh, Japanese every day. So I thought I should be uh, showing signs of getting better. But I felt like I was getting worse. As I said, um, recalling words was becoming more difficult. And I also found that I was be finding it more difficult to make sentences. And also uh, uh, listening. My listening skills seemed to be going down. Um, I found it harder to listen to people's conversations and to understand what was being said. I thought this was really strange initially when this started happening. But I think what happened was, 
you can have too much of a good thing. You can study too much. I think your brain needs a rest. Um, so what was happening is it was because there was no time for me to sort of go back to English, go back to the easy language or just take a, a break uh, from this constant input of Japanese. My brain slowly became more and more tired of working so hard to try and understand uh, what was being said or working so hard to try and make sentences uh, that it just started giving up. Um, it was a bit disappointing, really. I've, I, I remember feeling a bit down, a bit unhappy about this. I'd come to Japan and I wanted to uh, use my skills, use my language skills, and uh, quite the opposite happened. <laughs> Uh, I think I think I would have found it uh, more productive, maybe more beneficial to have stayed in England um, if I wanted to continue studying. But of course, I, I didn't go uh, to Japan uh, just, just for the sake of that. I actually went because I really wanted to uh, see my girlfriend again. Um, but anyway, yes, that was uh, an example I wanted to give you where I think that studying abroad might not be as good as people tell you it is. It might not be the answer. I think that uh, having a break, having some downtime, uh, switching back to your native language is a part of studying. It's a requirement of studying. Without this, I think your brain doesn't really have a chance to rest and to sort of start to reorganize all of the new things that you've been taking in. Um, so it will just fight back and it will just say, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Stop forcing me to keep listening to this all the time. Stop forcing me to keep thinking in Japanese all the time. Now, um, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, another thing I wanted to touch on uh, was to give you uh, my thoughts on studying in your native country. Well, no, that's not quite right. Studying in a country where you, the language you are learning is not the, uh, the native language of that country. Um, I think it poses very little issues. So I think there is no problem doing this, really. Uh, the only difficulty is, can you get hold of enough media uh, in the language you are studying? So, do you have uh, easy access to books and uh, TV shows and films uh, in that language? If you can get access to these, then I think there's very little uh, need to study in another country, to work in another country, to build up your language skills. Of course, this changes a little the more advanced you get. So let's say you get to the point where you can switch on the news, you can switch on the television in English, and you can understand everything that people are saying to you. Really easy. Um, but of course, your speaking isn't quite as good as it should be. It's not as fluent as it should be. At this point, 
yes, it's probably a good idea. Um, it's probably very beneficial, uh, very useful to you if you can work or study or spend some time living uh, in a country where English is the main language. Um, but failing this, even if you can't do this, it is of course possible to spend a lot of time um, talking to people over the internet, uh, try and find some English-speaking people uh, to make friends with, and just spend a lot of time talking to those people. Um, and that way you should be able to uh, improve your speaking ability. But yes, uh, certainly in the beginning, I don't see that much benefit in going to another country to uh, get more of the language, to soak in more of the language, to have more input, um, because it's something you can do. Uh, you can do yourself uh, just by listening to podcasts such as this one um, and maybe recordings of uh, television shows that you that you particularly liked uh, or news if you want to get good at listening to the news and stuff like that. You can just repeat it over over and over again, uh, listening to it on the headphones whenever you've got a moment of free time or whilst you're uh, doing chores or something. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for today. I hope you've enjoyed uh, today's episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.